Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with February 16, 1919, Part 2, pages 186 through 188. February 16, 1919, Part 2. To start, he called a meeting of the workers at five o'clock Sunday afternoon. A great many people came. Seeing this, he invited them into the vacant building near the church and began to organize them. He named the new organization St. Casimir's Association of Christian Workers. People began to sign up in droves. To assist Father Muckerman, I assigned Father Petrovsky, a Belarusian capable of speaking to the masses and familiar with social action. The very poorest people, regardless of nationality, started to join the association. In a short time, over 9,000 men and women had signed up. Father Olshansky was not happy with all this and came to see me several times complaining that his own work was being disrupted. After looking into the matter and consulting with a few knowledgeable priests, I called in Father Olshansky, Muckerman, and Canon Lubianietz. Director of Social Action in the Diocese. I asked both of them to present their case. I decided that both could continue their work and that their different fields of endeavor do not interfere with one another. Father Olshansky could continue his present work of organizing and directing the, profession, the professional associations and his cultural work, while Father Muckerman could go on with his religious, cultural, and economic work supporting Father Olshansky's professional associations, and so the dispute was settled. Father Muckerman had come up with the idea of publishing a small newspaper and had begun to organize a cooperative. The Bolsheviks did not like this. When the first issue of the newspaper appeared, they immediately confiscated it. As for Father Muckerman himself, they sent two militiamen at midnight and told him to get out of Vilnius within 24 hours. This occurred Sunday night, February 9th. I got news of it very early next morning. Father Muckerman himself arrived soon afterwards with Canon Ellert, pastor of St. John's Church, the parish in which St. Casimir's is located, and also the Duchess Gruczynska. We discussed what was to be done. Father Muckerman wanted to remain in hiding in Vilnius for a while until he could put his affairs in order. We agreed that the Workers' Association should continue as before with the assistance of Father Petrovsky. The Executive Committee of the Workers' Association would take charge of the Church and of the work already begun there under the supervision of Canon Ellert. When the people got wind of the Bolsheviks' intention to exile Father Muckerman from Vilnius, they started to gather in St. Casimir's Church. Father Muckerman also went in to say goodbye to the people and to give a short sermon. As he was about to leave the church, the people would not let him go, saying that they would never allow him to be deported. There was a crowd of people outside the church as well as inside. Trying to break up the crowd, some Jewish militiamen fired a few shots into the air. It is said that one of the bullets struck a church window. The crowd became enraged, got hold of the militiamen, disarmed them, and handed them over to the Red Army. The people considered this shooting incident to be a provoca provocation on the part of the Jews. Besides, on Sunday 
Saturday and Sunday, some Jewish girls had already been scattering leaflets about and even posting them on the church doors. These leaflets were directed against Father Muckerman. When the Bolshevik authorities became aware of the people's increasing resentment against the Jews, they removed the Jewish militia from the streets around the church and replaced them with Red Army men. The Bolsheviks declared that they would punish those who fired the shots, but it turned out that not all of the Red Army men were loyal to the government. Some of them were saying that they would not let the people be harmed, nor would they allow the Jews to take advantage of the Christians. Apparently, the Bolshevik leaders heard about this and sent the disloyal groups of soldiers out of the city. The church was surrounded by Polish soldiers, considered more trustworthy. They allowed people to leave the church, but would not let anyone go in. Well, in this next part of the entry, Father Muckerman meets with the workers in a building near the church and began the St. Casimir's Association of Christian Workers. And Blessed George sent a Belarusian priest to help him. He writes that the poorest people joined uh, uh, the association from all different nationalities because they all needed to have their rights protected so that they could provide for their families. A Polish priest who had been working with the workers had gone into hiding when the Bolsheviks had taken over. Uh, when he emerged, he felt that the work of Father Muckerman was disrupting his work. But Blessed George uh, settled that dispute. Then Father Muckerman began publishing a small newspaper, but the Bolsheviks confiscated the first issue. They sent two militiamen uh, in the middle of the night to order Father Muckerman to leave Vilnius within 24 hours. Um, that was a Sunday night. Then Blessed George discussed on Monday morning with Father Muckerman and with others what to do. Uh, Muckerman wanted to hide in Vilnius for a little while to settle his affairs before leaving. The Workers' Association would continue with the other priest who had uh, been working with Muckerman in the church. Then people gathered in the church. Father Muckerman went to say a few words and to say goodbye, but the people insisted that he not leave, that he stay in the church, and they would protect him from deportation. Some Jewish militiamen tried to break up the crowd outside by firing shots in the air. The church window was broken. The crowd became enraged. They disarmed the militiamen, handed them over to the Russian army. Uh, the Bolsheviks took those Jewish militiamen away from the church and sent in the, the Red Army. But some of the Bolshevik soldiers sided with the people around the church. Um, so then they were taken away as well, and Polish soldiers were sent in to surround the church. And the people uh, could leave the church, but they didn't let anyone in. So it was a very tense situation, as you can see, with all different ethnic groups involved. And it was like a, a tinderbox ready to explode. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, 
grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.